What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Thoughts About the VLDI podcast. It's another What You Doing Wednesday. And today we have a repeat guest. The uh, Waste Bee Queen, Joyce Miller, has returned to talk to us. Now, last time she was here, we mainly focused on um, her business and so on. But there was she was she was slightly getting into some of the more spiritual aspects of the waste beads and so on and so forth. So I asked her to come back and you know go a little bit more in depth about that, and she agreed. How are you doing today, Joyce? I'm amazing. How are you? Awesome. Now, before we get into this, I want to tell you guys a little story about these beads, right? <laughs> so after we we finished the last interview and we were uh messaging and she was like, you know, I'm gonna send you some beads. I say, cool. So a couple of days go by. I had actually forgotten about it because I'm always ripping and running and doing something. And I get a message saying, hey, I just want to make sure you got your beads. So I get excited. I jump up, go outside. It's drizzling rain. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Walk up to my cluster box and open it up. See this brown package in there. So now I'm really amped. I grab the package. Package empty. I look at it. And it looked like it's been like cut open at the top. I say, okay, maybe they fell out. I go through my mail because I only check my mail like maybe twice a week. And so I go through the mail. There's nothing in the box. I start checking the box. The boxes I haven't been tampered with. The damn people at the postal service stole <laughs> my beads. Now, I did a full, I, I initiated a full-fledged investigation into the case of my missing beads and I still have not heard back from them yet but I'm going to have to contact them because I want to know. Now Joyce being the great person that she is was just like oh well maybe they needed them more than you did and you know I'll replace them and so on and so forth which made me happy but I still want to know who took my damn <laughs> Now since then I got the bracelet a uh, nice bracelet. I believe I did post it on my Instagram. Nice bracelet. I started putting the essential oils on it. And man, to me, I feel like it made a difference. With my uh, anxiety, uh, Mr. Worrywart, and some people were trying to tell me, you know, it's just, it's a mind thing. It's all mental. It's working because you think it's working. And I'm like, I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care why it's working. It's working. But yeah, thank you for those beads. I really appreciate them and, and I am enjoying them. My pleasure. I'm glad it's working well for you. Yeah, I, and folks, I just, I like them so much. I just ordered a couple more sets for my daughter and my girlfriend. So we're all going to be around here rocking these waist beads. No, they're not waist beads. Diffuser bracelets. The bracelets, yeah. So, um, say what? It's something very, very uh, interesting and crucial that you said, and it's that you found something that works for you, and the first thing somebody said is, it doesn't work, you just think it works. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I don't care if you tape a piece of paper to your arm. If that's what helps you get through your day, if that's what makes things better and more at ease for you, do it. Like, embrace it. Embrace things that make you happy. And people are so quick to shut down things that they don't understand. Yeah. And and I think that's why so many people are out here walking around miserable. Because... Yeah, because they're, you know, anything that comes up, anything that's suggested, oh, that's not going to work, oh, that's trash. But, you know, they'll run down to the doctor's office and take whatever concoction of chemicals that the doctors give them, and they'll swear it by that, you know what I mean? There's that. There's definitely that. It's, it's, there's $7. I mean, that's cheaper than counseling for sure. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. My job actually offers us six sessions paid for for um you know like whatever issue you're having you can get six for that issue but you can do it repeatedly as long as it's something different than you came with before i definitely take full advantage of that that's dope now let's get into these waist beads so of course you told us last time about you know a lot of people so to some people they're a fashion accessory to some people. They use them to help with uh, weight tracking, weight loss, and things like that. But then you kind of slid into like there's a to some there's a deeper, more spiritual meaning to those beats. Let's get into that. Absolutely. So um, again, you know, to me, waist beads are just as unique as dreadlocks. You know, where some people will say um, it. it it connects me to my roots or it's my ancestral, whatever. Like they go kind of down in that line. Waste beads are very similar in that way. Um, different colors have different frequencies. And so essentially there are certain frequencies that are like feel good frequencies. Like they release certain endorphins in your brain and it literally makes you feel good on the inside. Mm-hmm. And so even though people say, you know, you just think that it feels this way and it doesn't really, they, no, that's a real thing. 528 HQ, that's a, uh, it's a frequency that calms you. And so if you can find color combinations and things that make you feel good personally, or that calm the things that you have going around, going on around yourself personally, um, surrounding your core with it, it makes you always aware of it. So let's say I'm having um, a bad breakup, right? My boyfriend is just doing numbers. And so I'm overeating. You know how you get into mm-hmm. that emotional eating. I'm overeating. The more I eat, the tighter my beads are going to get. Mm-hmm. And it's bringing more awareness to the fact that they are there. Right? And so when you're aware of them, you, you touch them, you interact with them, you think about them, and it, it brings you back into an emotional space of clarity. Mm-hmm. Because you have to, you because you can't look around it. You can wear the beads that have a clasp, but I don't. Um, and so when I'm struggling with my personal relationship, because I know that my mate placed beads on my green set, that's the one that I interact with because that's our um, connection to one another. Mm-hmm. That yeah, and. Um... It's interesting that you when you mentioned the colors because that's something I learned uh in about marketing that you know you ride past these different restaurants and so on and so forth and you see the signs and the color waves of their their uh advertisement and there's actually uh something deeper behind that like i I don't remember the specifics, 
but like yellow is yellow clearance signs you know something about the yellow that mm-hmm. uh, uh sparks one some emotion in you in you there's something that goes along with red i know they said that like blue is a trustworthy cover color that's why you see a lot of presidents and executives and stuff there wear blue shirts blue ties and stuff like that so i was like wow well, once you said that about the beads i definitely i put that two and two together on that one absolutely the color combination of red and yellow makes you hungry. Mm. And so when you think about McDonald's, when you think about Burger King, you think about Wendy's, like those fast food places, they want to make you hungry. It's, it's sparking impulsivity. And so it's the same thing with your waist beads. Um, mine personally, I attribute a lot to chakras. And so, um, you know, people that struggle with like low self-esteem, I encourage to get red sets because I know that red is your root. And for root health, um, it focuses on self. I am right, and so mm-hmm. when you think about, um, I don't know. I don't want to be so vague that you like miss what I'm saying, but red ignites courage, mm-hmm. and strength, and passion, right? And so if you're struggling with your self-esteem, you need that. You need strength. You need um, to be able to self-reflect and have good, happy thoughts about yourself and who you are, right? So being mm-hmm. grounded. Um, is attributed to good root health, and that's attributed to the color red, right? That's the first chakra. And so when you have that issue and you surround your core with it, it's like putting it at the center of your understanding. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So even when we, you know, you go a little higher, you go much higher, and you think about like your third eye in the center of your forehead, right? I don't let random people kiss my forehead. I feel like that's offensive, me personally, because you're covering my understanding. Mm. And so it's always, you know, sometimes people feel like, you know, it's just, nothing is just. Yeah. Everything is something. And you have to think about what is it? What is it that you're trying to ignite in me by doing that? Right? Whatever it is that you're trying to ignite in me, I need to make sure it's something I won't ignite it. Yeah. Um, Reality is fluid. And so because it's fluid, what it means to you and what it means to me can be completely different, which is why I say, you know, if you see 10 people in the room with bracelets on, they may all wear them for 10 different reasons, but ultimately you all have a, a similar thought process of like, I'm, I'm improving myself with this. And those people that wear it never judge one another because they understand the journey of self-improvement. Mm. Yeah, and um, I ha- I recently noticed uh, in a meeting, there's a guy, I'm not going to say his name, but there's a guy, and uh, he's African, and he wears the wears beads. I never inquired about these beads and never really paid it much in, in, uh, attention because, you know, he's African. So I figured it had something to do with his, cult- his African culture, the way he was brought up, but what caught my attention was the last meeting that we had. Um, another guy says, what's up with you and you guys in these beads? Yeah. So then I look up, I look around, and I notice he has, he has on like three or four different bracelets. And then there's another guy that he they used to work in the same district together, and he has on like a couple. And then there's another guy that he yep. worked with that has on a couple. And I was like, hmm. Mm, it's something going on there. And he told the guy, he was like, you know, uh, what did he say? 
he kind of, I don't want to say he brushed them off, but he kind of was like, you know, uh, uh, you wouldn't get it or something like that. He said something, yeah. you know, kind of dismissive to him. But, you know, we were, at the same time, we were in a meeting for work. So this is not really the, the best time to be discussing uh, your beads. So, yeah. but now I'm like, next time I see him, you know, we might need to have a little conversation uh, uh, about those beads because, like I said, I, I never paid any attention before. I know he wore them, but then I realized this last time, this last interaction that people that were around him had started wearing them too. And I was like, mm-hmm, got it. I got it after I talked to the waist bead queen. Because <laughs> people will start asking, especially if you wear more than one. So I did notice, like, you know, when I only wore one, it was just like, oh, that's her jewelry. No big deal. And then when I started adding to my set, um, people became more inquisitive about, like, okay, why do you have those? Why are there so many? And then I don't let people touch them mm-hmm. ever. I never. You cannot. You will not touch my beads. Yeah, I, rec- I recently told somebody don't touch my beads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't get it. And when and it's funny because some people can touch them and nothing happens. Other people touch them and they'll break. Like they'll pop, mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, even I had a young lady that I work with, and I made beats for her daughter, and her daughter went to school, whatever, and she they popped at school, and I told her, and she she didn't receive it well, but I told her, tell your daughter keep them weirdos away from her, mm-hmm. right? And I just said it like that, and I kind of laughed and moved on, but it's because I know that I'm talking to someone that is wearing them for fashion. Mm-hmm. And so if you're wearing them for fashion, you don't even get it. You just feel like, you know, damn, I just bought this and then they broke and, you know, fix it. Whereas I'm understanding that lava beads are the the black ones, right? That's what mm-hmm. you put your oils on. It's going to soak in the oil that you put on it, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think about it from that standpoint, it's going to suck in what you put on it. If somebody is touching you with a nasty negative energy, it's going to suck that in too. Mm. And you carry it with you. Right? Yeah. Like, we don't say people got the cooties anymore because we're grown, but people still got the cooties. It's just psychologically, emotionally, spiritual cooties, right? And they put it on you. And now yeah. you carry it with you. Your bees will reject them if your energy stays good. So if you take their negative energy and you become negative, then it'll be fine. If you have it sucked up their negative energy and you're still positive, they'll burst. Because it's too much energy and they're competing. Ooh. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. I told somebody don't touch my <laughs> don't touch my beads and it was like, why? And I was like, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The the other really cool thing about it is you can say that and you can feel that and not get it yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know why you want to keep it safe, but you want to keep it safe. And you like, nah, just move back. I don't know why just don't move back. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and mine was more about uh, the conversation that, that I'd had with you already. So I went into it thinking once I put them on, it was like, yeah, don't, I'm, nobody can't touch these. Yeah, that's awesome. Cause we and it's I, a coat or something. It's like a like a fraternity. Like you mm-hmm. know how you see. Um, like frats that never met each other, they walk past each other in the airport, and then they just walk up and spark a conversation. Hey, where, where you? You playing? It's like that with your bees. We'll start noticing you at the movies, and you'll notice the person that's bringing you up got them on, or you'll be um, 
in the mall or in the store and you'll just notice the you it stands out like a sore thumb once you start wearing it and understanding. Yeah. So if you wouldn't mind, because you go uh, uh a little go give us a couple more of the 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 background or the meaning or the the I don't know what you call it about the colors. You told us red, you told us yellow. Go uh, give us a couple more colors and what the significance of them, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, um, green is heart, one of my favorite. Green is heart, that's um, anahata. That is embracing change, um, adaptability. That's your ability for greater self-love, for loving others. Um, I think, you know, in relationships, um, especially not, and when we say relationships, it's not just dating, it's, you know, what's your relationship like with your mom? How do you interact with people in general? How do you maintain your personal relationships? Mm-hmm. All that's connected to your heart chakra. And um, I think if you don't do anything else to meditate for that one in your root, literally change things, mm-hmm. literally change things. I think um, sometimes things are, you know, just your, I like the color green, green is money, whatever, but it being associated with relationships and love and self-acceptance makes it one that is definitely worth reading up on a little more. Um, Each chakra has affirmations that are um, associated with them. And like, um, you know, this is how you, um, I guess, enhance your, your, I don't know where to write. This is how you enhance your interaction with that chakra, right? So um, when I say root, I say I am. That is the uh, main principle for that chakra. For heart is I love. Um, that one, I think, is one of the easier ones, too, in that you can always focus on how you're having relationships with others, but it's one of the hardest ones because it forces you to change. Mm. Right. If you think about a relationship that you really want, it's going to be give and take. Um, And then your relationships with different people are different. If you've got a brother and a sister, the way you care for them, the way you love them, the way you interact with them is different. And so it takes a lot of um, removing the selfish thoughts that are associated with relationships to kind of hone into that chakra and really um, open yourself appropriately so that you can love better and experience love better. Mm. Yeah, someone someone once told me um, that the person who the person who has the least interest in maintaining the relationship will always control the relationship because they don't care if it's the, if it's maintained or not. So they're going to make force like force you to play by their rules, or they're out. I don't know why that popped in my head when you start talking about relationships, but maybe it'll be relevant to somebody it'll help somebody out and the things that the things that you think are random that pop into your head um are usually usually something that you should uh go back and think about for yourself as well deepness that (laughs) i think though it's hard like if you if you think about um a relationship that you had, right? That ended really, really, really poorly. The next relationship you walk into, you were so guarded because you think about all the things that went wrong with the last one, right? Mm-hmm. And so you already got your hands up so you don't get hit in the face off guard. 
right? You already got your hands up. And because you have your hands up, you can't feel what that other person is trying to give you as strongly, as intensely, because you got your hands up. Yeah. Like that same wall that you build to, um, like, keep yourself from getting hurt, you keep yourself from getting love in the same way. Yeah, I definitely believe that. Be And I feel like that's why you have some people that... Like, and so the, the principles of the heart chakra, that relationship... Hey, go ahead. So what? I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just saying, I think that that's why you have some people who just, you know, as, as they're getting older, it gets harder and harder for them to have a relationship. Because like you're saying there, they keep putting up, you know, their hands, they keep putting up their wall. And the, the more bad uh, instances that you have, the more protected you become till it gets to the point where it's just like you become incompatible with everybody that you meet because you're not going to, you're not going to let anybody gain any ground, you know, and, and, you know, you put yourself in that position to where, like you said, you can't be loved because you won't allow anybody to love you. All of those things. Mm-hmm. And the it's weird because you have to learn, like, to fix it, you have to learn really, like, weird things to work around it. Like, if you're dealing with somebody that's, well, like, I was dealing with somebody, love them to death, really great, really, really, really great soul. Like, one of those people that just, you just feel good when they're around, mm-hmm. you know? But some of the things that he had been through, he just had this intense fear of abandonment. Right? So when we were dating, I would always say, I'm here for you and I'm not going to leave. Like, it don't matter what we was talking about. If I needed to address him about anything, I would jump it off by saying, I'm here for you and I'm not going to leave. I just want you to understand. I don't like it when you hang up on me. That makes me feel disrespected. Mm-hmm. But it, And it's that's something I shouldn't have to say, right, obviously. But yeah. I would start off by saying it that way so that he understood, even if we don't agree right now, even if we're in a bad space right now, I'm not just going to, like, walk off. So that you don't have to go into the, the, the conversation. You're so guarded that you can't even hear what I'm saying because you're worried that I'm just going to walk off. Does that make sense? And so it there does. are certain parts of when you know yourself better, when you're, when you're more aligned, um, you know how to interact with different people and your relationships are different because you'll understand, okay, this person that's been raped, I can't have sex with her the same way that I would somebody that hasn't because the way they understand sexual contact is different. Mm-hmm. like when you say it that bold like in your face like that then you're like oh yeah well duh but it's the same way with people that have been hurt if you're an adult and you over 30 you're not gonna date anybody that hasn't been hurt unless you're out here being a little pedophile or something <laughs> like, <laughs> everybody you come across gonna have their toes stepped on in one way or another and That's so true. finding ways to kind of um research and find the things that are the most important for you to focus on helps you interact with other people and it makes all your relationships better my mom oh my god love her always but the way we interact is different and it really took for me to know myself better and understand me better to understand her better Mm. i get that i get that because i I myself went through and i had one of those one of those relationships similar to what you're talking about i dated a young lady uh, years back, and she was a she was a good bit younger than me, and it was like every time we had a disagreement, it's like you gonna break up with me. I'm like what? Like I, 
I just said put the juice back in the refrigerator. The juice is put is hot. You know, I tell you, it's not that serious. I don't. Uh, could you not slam my car door? Are you gonna break up with me? It's like relax, bro. And then it starts to it'll put you on edge if if you're really you know interested in dealing with that person on a heavy level because now you're walking around on eggshells trying to not say or do anything that, that ignites that in them that, oh, you're going to break up with me? So it's like, yeah, I, I want to say something about that, but I'm just going to leave it alone because I know where it's going to go. Yeah. So. I think it's the perfect segue into the throat chakra. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> so that one is blue, and blue just so happens to be my favorite color. Um, so that one's blue, and it is all about, like, essentially your ability to stand up for yourself mm-hmm. your um ability to express yourself and to communicate right and so when you think about um when you, like you have multiple versions of self right who mm-hmm. you are when you at the club on a saturday night is probably not the same person that's at work on monday morning i hope not because that's yeah. Right. And so when you're talking to your friends, that sounds different than when you're at work and you're giving a presentation. Yeah. Um, and so your throat chakra wants you to concentrate on um, healing through speech. Like you should be able to say to someone, it hurt my feelings when you did this. I don't like when you say that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be able to um, be open and yourself but the appropriate version of yourself with every person that you come across. Mm. Right. Um, They have like certain foods that are associated with certain chakras. I personally haven't gotten real heavy into some of that kind of stuff. Um, When I worked at, I worked with an amazing life coach. She was amazing. And she would say, you know, you're struggling with your root, eat um, raspberries because they're red. Eat, wear red underwear sleep under red cover like it would be so much red in your face that it would like overwhelm you but it it's it's making it where you're constantly focused on that and so it's the same thing with each other so if you're struggling with how you're communicating if every single thing you do putting blue in your face essentially is putting that thought that concept in your face again it makes it where you don't like uh stray or get distracted sometimes you're trying to work on so many things at one time you get distracted and you're really not giving anything 100 percent you're sprinkling 10 percent over here five percent over there i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying you got the pedal to the metal but the car is in park yeah right you can hear the work but you ain't seeing no progress from the work yeah i always tell people don't confuse uh doing things with getting things done that absolutely I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Me, 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 me. It was while I say something that makes sense. <laughs> Silly. It's weird too. Like sometimes you're like, how do you know what to do? Like, what shows you which way to go? Which how do you like people always tell you research. What am I researching? I don't even know what to look up. Okay, I got to my Google search bar. Now, what do I put in? Yeah. To me, what is amazing about healing is you don't know what to put in, but as soon as you put your finger on the thing, it's all of a sudden something will come to you, mm-hmm. and that's what you research. Whatever popped in your mind that seemed random, like it's random, not random, look for that. 
And then in looking at that, it'll send you to something else. And then in looking at that, it'll send you into something else. I 100% stumbled upon this um, picture of Kundalini one time. And I was, I didn't understand it. I saw the picture and I was like, I don't get it. Like chakras, all that just popped up one day um, when I was going through my divorce. And like it popped up and it kept popping up. Like I, I never heard it before. I didn't know anybody that was spiritually aligned. It just popped up. Right. And when I started looking at it, it kept bringing me to the same thing over and over and over. I kept seeing root. I kept seeing throat. I kept seeing root. I kept seeing throat. And I was like, I don't get it. And so I just started Googling, like, what in the hell is this? Right. You think like. It's like. It almost sounds like a, a weird movie where you're like, that don't even make sense. You're telling me you're just going to be sitting there one day and wake up and be like, I wonder what a root chakra is. Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you because that's yeah. what happened. I was a, I'm a witness. I, I was sleeping and I kept waking up at this weird time in the middle of the night from these very vivid dreams that was sending me forward certain things. And it's like, you know how you be like, man, I had a crazy dream and you just move on. I didn't do that. I got up and started Googling. What is this? Why does this keep coming up? This picture kept popping up and I didn't understand what it was. And I'll be the first to say, I still don't remember. This picture is this, this picture is this, this picture is this. This is like the Bible. It's so much to learn and absorb. You can't just go and get it all and learn it all and know it all. Yeah. But you have to care enough to go and look for it. Like, struggling with my communication, I type in throat chakra and it'll tell me this one. I I listen with my whole self and and think before I speak. Hmm. Listen with my whole self. Listen with my whole self. Wow. Right. Sometimes you sometimes you're only listening for them to stop talking so you can start talking. Yeah, definitely. Right. Sometimes you hear that one thing that you didn't like. This is what drives me crazy about texting. If I send you a paragraph, because you know that's what women do when they get ticked off, right? Lord. If I send you a paragraph, I want a response to every point that I made in the paragraph. Right? Because you can see it. You can look back. It's not like I said it to you and you missed this part, missed that part. But someone that is more aligned is not going to argue with you via text because they're going to understand that's not an appropriate form of communication. Yeah. Right. They're going to be like, this conversation is going left. Let me pick up the phone and call you. Let's talk about this face to face. Yeah, because it's hard to get uh, you get no tone in text. And, and a lot of times you don't really get the true context of what people are trying to say or how they're trying to say it through a text. And they're e- it's easy to misread. It's easy to get a, a text that was really about nothing. But because you're where you're at. In your in your head at the time, you take it one way when it was meant a whole another way, and now it's a big it's a big uh, to do about it. And the portion that I want to disagree with is that there's absolutely a tone in a text, but it's your tone. Mm. Is where were you in that moment when you read it? Mentally, yeah, where were you? Emotionally, where were you? Because if you was pissed off, you heard them being pissed off in the message. It was yeah, hella that, attitude that that's wasn't what I was even there. To say. <laughs> It's your attitude, though, not necessarily theirs. Mm -hmm. Like, because I know, me personally, I can't, arguing is not what I do. That's not, I'm not about to do that with you. I'm going to tell you what I think. You can tell me what you think. I'm going to rebuttal. You can rebuttal. That's it. I'm not going back and forth with you forever about whatever because I know me. And I know what I'm going to accept and what I'm not. 
it is my goal to know you so that we can meet somewhere in the middle but i'm not gonna bend or fold what i think and what i know to be true about self because of where you're standing does yeah. that make sense it does okay so for me to go back and forth with you what is that gonna do nobody's gonna change their position so what is that gonna do just because I'm, I'm, I'm open to folding with a with a winning hand i i'm i will especially for my mate i will absolutely fold with a winning hand if it means savaging the moment if mm -hmm. if it's not that deep okay fine it's not that serious we don't have to you know we can have a bad moment we can't have a bad day because of something minimal mm -hmm. right okay but if i'm over here and i'm chilling and you mad as hell and i'm i'm reading it chill because i'm chill and then everything i say to you you grumpy about it i'm not gonna text argue so one of the things my ex would die about is i would say okay i will okay you to death okay <laughs> no problem because i'm done with it and as soon yeah. as you read okay you read it like like i was snapping my fingers and rolling my neck and it's not that it's i know how to communicate with my whole self in my heart I would feel broken if we break up over this that I don't care about. So I'm not going to say something to you that is going to make you want to leave me because I misspoke or spoke out of turn. Yeah. So part of even it's, it's such weird crossovers in spirituality and religion, but it's understanding the natural order. I feel like as a woman, I'm not a pilot. I'm a co-pilot. But I'm not getting on a plane with you if I know you don't know how to fly. True. So when I'm when I listen with my whole self and I'm thinking before I speak, even if I said it fast, I already thought about it because I'm thinking about what is my relationship to you, what is my respect factor for you, and what ultimately do I want the end result to be. If I don't care if we stay together now, I say whatever the hell I want. What you gonna do? Leave? Bye. Yeah. Right. But if this is a relationship that I care about, I can't say things to you that will be harmful. I can't say something to you that you're gonna be thinking about two days later that I said it sorry don't fix a lot of stuff it, it sure don't it sure don't man you took you went down the rabbit hole on that one <laughs> we're gonna, we gonna have to get you your own podcast out here <laughs> i'm serious man people need people need to hear this stuff man there's people need to hear this it's really bad i'm really back <laughs> the what i'm really back <laughs> especially coming from uh, a black female, melanated female, because a lot of a lot of women are struggling with relationship issues and and, and understanding their self and their emotions is just the same way we are as men. But I don't feel like we get a whole lot of of, of nurturing on that. You know, everything is like when you go on social media, majority of stuff is negative towards the op the opposite sex. It's like in in um it's like they make we're being made out to be enemies like we're in a a battle versus each other well i'm not gonna no man's gonna do the xyz and i don't a woman's not gonna do the xyz to me it's like that's not where we should be at like you said co-pilot pilot co-pilot co learn how to fly the plane she's gonna help you fly the plane we'll fly the plane both people have to do their job i watched the uh Flight, the movie Flight with Denzel, and you know he took he took off the plane, got it up to altitude, got him through the storm, got it up, got him leveled out on track, and then he tells the co-pilot, "All right, it's your plane," and he went to sleep. 
<laughs> whole point of what I'm saying that is that's where we should be in our relationships. Okay, it's, I'm gonna do this. Boom, boom, bat, boom, boom. Okay, now you got it. Okay, we're good then. And you know what I mean? We're, we're working together to get to the destination. You know, versus you trying to tell me, um, no, nah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't turn the thruster on. Whatever you turn that turn the thruster on this and that. I'm the pilot. Let me get. Let me do my part. And then once we get there, I'm gonna let you fly. And we well, gonna people be are afraid to fail. True. And failure is a part of growing. I don't have a problem. My man can fail, but we gonna take this L together, and then we gonna get back up together, and then we gonna keep on moving together. If I if I know that you need to go right, and I say, hey, I think you need to go right up here, and you like, no, nah, I wanna go left. Okay, baby, we going left together, and then we gonna make three lefts so that we can be where we needed to be because you didn't listen to me. But I don't feel like I need to put your nose in the in the mud about it either. Yeah, okay, man, big deal. No, did anybody die? Like sometimes you really have to. It's it's funny, not funny, but sometimes you got to be like, but did you die? No. Yeah. Okay, so the difference does it make? And I know, I know that I should have listened to you after I had to make those three lifts. You don't have to reiterate that. <laughs> I, I, I understand that you was right. Right. This is me. I'm always like, I ain't gonna say I told you so, but I do want to point out that previously I stated that we could have, you know, done it this way. Why did you choose to do it that way? Like I say, it's not about what happened, it's about why it happened. Mm-hmm. Even when it's something I don't like. We got, you know, I, I had this argument and it, it pissed me off because I let it go too far because it turned into an argument, right? But I had this argument and it was like, why are you doing this? Because to me, when you do this, I feel this. Is that how you're trying to make me feel? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, no, I'm not trying to make you feel like that. I just, this. And then when you understand why somebody does something, sometimes it makes it okay. Yeah, like sometimes you're like, oh dang, I didn't realize that you thought by doing this it's like this. But what I thought was like, exactly. I was talking to my mom last night, and she was saying her man like want to know where she at every minute. And I said, well, you can't tell him where you going. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm not asking nobody permission to do shit. Sorry, excuse me. And I'm like, I get it, but I don't get it because <clears throat> when I'm on my way home. Especially if I'm out, I've been drinking, I've been hanging out. It's me and my little girl. He needs to know that I'm safe. Mm-hmm. He needs to know that I made it from point A to point B. He needs to know where I'm at if something happened, right? When I'm on my way home, I send him my location on Messenger so that he can track me until I get home. And then when I get home, I press stop and I send a message. Hey, we made it home. That ain't cost me no money and it's not a big deal. That is for security purposes only. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that yeah. that that and it strengthens our relationship because he feels like I'm trusting him with my personal space. That's letting you in in a different way to be like, look, you can see where I'm at. You can see what I'm doing. It's not because we struggle with trusting each other. It's because the world is tough and people will pretend to be police and flag you down and steal you. Right. Mm-hmm. People will you will have a flat tire and step out the change to get hit by a car and ain't nobody even looking for you. Yeah, nobody knows where to look for you, where to start looking for you because nobody knows where you're at. That the throat shock for one of the things the emotions are communication, independence, fluent thoughts, and security. So your independence is being able to communicate effectively, right? To feel confident in yourself to say, you know, hey, I'm going here. But I still ask, hey, over on Friday night, um, I hung out with a couple of coworkers at her house and we were going to have some drinks. I said, hey, um, 
me and my girls are going to go to so-and-so's house. The kids going to play. We're going to have a little girl talking some drinks. Is that cool? I said that as a question, but for real, I'm telling you I'm going. Yeah. I know he's not going to say no, but I'm telling you, hey, heads up. This is what happened. This is what's happening. Is that okay? If he said, well, no, I really wanted us to go and do whatever, whatever, then that opens the door for conversation. You don't just pick up your purse and walk off because you're wrong. Yeah. For men, too. It's too many times that a man walked out the door and didn't make it back home, ever. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if you wasn't communicating effectively and you got an attitude because he left the toilet seat up, something minimal as hell, and then he walked out the door and is never able to return? Yeah, and it happens a lot. Happens a lot. Cause um I'm definitely in the habit of saying where I'm going or where I'm at. You know, if I go to the gym and leave the gym and decide to stop by my buddy house, I'm gonna shoot a text to say, Hey, I'm over so and so house. Because like you said, some if something happens, somebody needs to know where I should have been. You know. If I'm out if I'm out in freaking Noonan somewhere and no nobody's going looking for me in Noonan. <laughs> I have no reason to be in Noonan. So I need to let people know I'm going to Noonan today. So, you know, worst come to worst, we know he was on the way to Noonan. So that's where we need to start looking. Yeah. What, so, else, what, what else you got? When you're spiritually sound, it takes away the need for, self, for self-preservation. I feel like it's it's all that like survival of the fittest bullshit whatever yeah I get that but ideally when you're spiritually sound you attract people that are also spiritually sound and then you guys are kind of moving around in the same types of ways and so you don't have to protect yourself because you are protected in one another mm-hmm. right it's like it's like um my mate is a smoker. I don't smoke and I don't like smokers, but whatever. I wound up with a smoker. When he smokes, he does not touch my beads ever because it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it's a it's a level of like interaction that changes. It changes you, you and it changes your partner. When I sent you beads, I said, I'm going to give you a set. And the reason I said I was going to give you a set is because I know what's going to happen when you get used to them. And then you're going to buy them. Yeah. I already know that. Right. But everybody that I know is like, how the hell are you supposed to make money if you always giving stuff away? You don't understand. You're thinking self-preservation. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking growth and development. If I grow, if I give you one seed, you're going to want more. You're going to come back. You're going to look into it. You're going to grow. And as you grow, you're going to want the people around you to grow. Right. right? The more you know, the more you spread, the more that help that's helpful to me. It didn't, it would be more beneficial for me to say, I'm gonna hand up this seven. What I got back was more than seven, ain't it? Mm-hmm. That I, to me, that's a win. That's a that, that, helped me, that helped me touch somebody I wouldn't have been able to because yeah. I don't know the people that you know. Yeah. Now, while you're on the conversation, those bees, tell the people where they can get them. So my IG, thank you to uh, the one for the bill, uh, on Beaded Beauty 1111. Um, if you hit my DM, I'm very open and responsive. Um, and then we can talk through kind of what you're looking for. I can shoot some pictures, some videos, or if you see something specific on the page that you're looking for, um, I'm happy to make that. I even got, um, this morning, a young lady sent me a picture of, uh, uh, 
I don't remember. It's it's some meditation type beads. Those are super, super spiritually charged and I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's something that you're looking for that I don't do, I will absolutely point you in the right direction. I'm not just out here trying to just make some quick money. Like if it's something that I know you need a higher level of help that I've got, um, you know, the people that I know that do those types of things, I'm going to send you, send you over to them. Each one, each one for sure. And you guys definitely go over there and check it out, man, and, and, and invest in some of these beads, whether it be the waste beads, the diffuser bracelets. I really enjoy mine. I keep it in the in my box, my lock box with the watches when I don't have it on. With the, <laughs> I put it up like it's jewelry, like, it's, like this is high fashion jewelry right here. I lock that thing up, and it, it definitely, I, I definitely say, give it a shot, give it a shot. You might just look at them and say, hey, they look cool and I want a pair. But give them a shot. Y'all uh, give her some business, man. I'm definitely behind her. And um, I don't want to, uh, uh, I don't want this thing to time out on us. So <laughs> I will go ahead and, and we're going to wrap it up. You got any closing statement? That is so hard. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate your support. I really appreciate um, your growth and knowledge. I think a lot of podcasts are just random people's own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that stunts your growth. I think I, I really appreciate the fact that you're so open and versatile to inviting other thoughts and opinions. Um, so definitely thankful, thankful, grateful for you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Check me out. IG at be the beauty 1111. All right. As always, listeners, thinkers. I appreciate each and every last one of y'all that tune in. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated because either way, you made a difference and we out here. (laughs)